Welcome to Two Pete in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Good day and welcome to our fourth and final podcast on runny noses. I'm Michael Platten, and with me I have my... Simon Strawn. Hi again, everybody. Good to be here. That dude. Okay, so we are going to be talking about warning signs in children that have a runny nose. Your child has been having a runny nose, and it's been clear and runny, starting to get a bit thicker, snotty, they start coughing, blocked nose. When do you need to be concerned that something else is going on? If there's a runny nose plus, and that's what I'm saying... A runny nose plus fever, a runny nose plus pain. We would have to look at fevers. Because fever is a marker that something else is going on. Often you're, you'll have a fever and a clear runny nose. That is the normal hallmark of a viral sinus infection. If that fever then settles after the normal two to three days and it's gone for a while and then all of a sudden you start having fever, 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 up to 40, 39, 38. Then we're concerned that there's something going on. So Simon, what else have you come across as complications of a runny nose? So you, you Mike, your first point is, is absolutely right. You know, we know the commonest cause of the runny nose is the common cold. And we know that after three or four days, the mucus does become a bit yellow. The child get a low-grade fever for a day or two, and then things settle down. And if that's what's happening, that's the common cold. So if it doesn't follow that, so let's say the child wakes up with a runny nose that is yellow and green and the fever is raging high either on day one or once things have settled and then the child gets sick again. So high fevers and especially high fevers when the child is miserable and crying and the child seems to be in pain. That is problematic because it may suggest that the persistent runny blocked nose has now also led to an ear infection or it's led to a sinus infection um, and those obviously will need to be treated. The other thing to look for with a runny nose is how is the child breathing? So if there's a runny nose and a fever and the child is having difficulty breathing or just a runny nose and difficulty breathing, the first thing you're going to do obviously is you're going to try and treat the fever and clear the blocked nose. But if you look at the child's chest and you can see that the child's having labored breathing, maybe you can see along the bottom of the rib cage, you know, just above the belly button area there, that it's suck, kind of sucking in what we call retractions or recessions. That means the child's uh, having an infection in the lung and it may, have, it may have been like a secondary thing after the the normal virus that caused the, the runny nose. I mean, what other things? Um, can I just go, go back to yep. the, the, the ears and the sinuses? I saw a patient today, interestingly enough, that had a bronchiolitis, but also had a, a runny, stuffy, blocked nose. Yes. And from the day after I saw them, started having fevers. We previously had no fevers. And during the course of yesterday, fevers were sitting 39, 39.5, 39.7, mm. and was not responding to pain medication, to paracetamol, proper, proper doses. Yeah. And the child was miserable and started tugging at their right ear. And had a look today, and boom, Right middle ear infection. infection. Yeah. Only on the right. Yeah, no, that's right. We, we certainly see that. I, I, exactly the same. I can remember seeing patients on a day where documented the ears were 100% clear, written down very clearly. And the next day <laughs> they come in, boom, 
raging ear infection. So it does happen quickly yeah. like that. So it's not necessarily that we missed it. It's just that it happens quickly. And that's because everything's congested. Everything's blocked and swollen. Mm. And the same lining that's in the nose that's producing all the fluid is also in the ears. Yes. So if that tube is blocked, that drains the ears, the nose is going to be carrying on producing that fluid. And so is the ear. Mm. It can't get out. That fluid stagnates and it sits there. And it's a perfect place to start an infection. Absolutely. So I think also that if there is a runny nose and the child is snoring badly at night, I think that's something we need to have a look at and to understand why the child is snoring. And I think that uh, a runny nose, if there's blood in the nose, so we know that with some of these viruses, it's not unusual to get a little tinge of a bloody discharge in the mucus during the course of the viral infection, but certainly not bleeding. We don't expect the nose to be bleeding. Uh, and I think the other thing to talk about is that the, just like you've mentioned, that the ear is connected to the nose by this little tube, which is called the eustachian tube. Yes, or the auditory tube. Yes. The yeah. eyes, through the lacrimal ducts, through the tear ducts, the tear ducts. are also connected to the nose. Mm -hmm. So if the nose is particularly runny and blocked, it is not uncommon to have tearing eyes or even to have, you know, like that yellow sleep, mm -hmm. they call it, that you get in the corner of the eye when you wake up in the morning. There may be a bit of mucus in the eye because it, the, the it's fluid. coming up from the nose. Or, or the fact that the tears are not draining, the normal liquefying, um, yeah. moisturizing stuff of your eye is not draining. So in that situation, always look at the eye. And if the white of the eye is white and the eyelids are not swollen, and the mucus is not thick yellow or green, then it's just from the blocked nose. And if you spray the nose, clip the nose clear, then the eyes will get better. Yes. So I think that's that's the eyes and the ears. So sinus pain, how, how, how do we recognize sinus pain in children? Oh, They're really... crying. If you touch on their, their skin just underneath the eyes or above their, yeah. their eyes, it might elicit some pain. Not in all children, though. Yeah, so, so ch children under two years of age, I mean, the sinuses that are in the like under the eyes, what we call the maxillary sinuses, they really are not properly open mm, and aerated with air. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not saying it's not even not possible to get an a sinus infection in that age group. It is. But that kind of sinus pain where you where you tap on that bone just under the eye, and ooh, that's like excruciating and painful, that's going to happen in older children, but certainly. But what you can see in children is you can see puffiness along the bridge of the nose because there's sinuses there too puffiness mm. there and sometimes puffiness along that lower eyelid if the nose is really congested especially blocked with thick green mucus and there's a fever yeah and i think also that we must understand that when you've got a virus in your nose like this that the glands around that area are going to sometimes come up so it's not unusual to get a bit of a gland in the neck uh, and remember that things like tonsils are part of that gland system. So it's not unusual in young children with uh, viruses in the upper airway to have tonsils that look a little big. Mm. And that doesn't – generally, if you've got tonsillitis, you don't actually have a runny nose. Yeah. If you've got tonsillitis, the infection throat, in the tonsils. Pain for swallowing. Throat, pain, yes. Drooling sometimes if they can't swallow properly. Yes. Vomiting. Not a runny nose. Correct. So – and, and I'm, we're highlighting that because the other way around works is that if there is a very runny, snotty nose with a wet cough, you're dealing with a viral upper respiratory infection. And the tonsils look big because of the viral infection, not because of tonsillitis. And I also want to just stress that your tonsils enlarge in response to that, as you're saying, but so do the adenoids. 
And that, those are the glands at the back of the nose that causes snoring. Yes. So if your child is sick, they might have a blocked nose. But if they are snoring, then that's probably the adenoids at the back. Yes. And that requires a different type of treatment to a congested or blocked nose. Yes. And that, and again, I mean, all of that swelling of whether it's a tonsil or the adenoid is going to get better when the virus gets better. Mm-hmm. But it's still going to take the two weeks, as we explained previously. So I think that's that's what it's about. I, I think we've covered most things. Mm-hmm. Ears, eyes, sinuses, chest. Tonsils, adenoids. Yes. I'm happy. Yeah. If there's anything else, drop us a a message so we can include it in one of the next podcasts. All right. I think that wraps up our runny nose section. Uh, If your children have allowed you to, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.careforkids.co.za and that's the numeral four and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook at Two Pete in a Podcast at Two Pete in a Podcast TWO not the numerical two this is our disclaimer the information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion we're giving it to you for your own information Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.